the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. We are live. We are at 111 Broadway, hanging out with Alex. Sambolino, you know, he's doing his own thing. God bless him. He's allowed. But uh, Alex, up, you up for the task to uh, work the board today? Heck yeah, I am. Happy uh, Wednesday to you, Arthur. How are you feeling? I'm good. We're going to do a little roller skating coverage uh, later on in the show since uh, you're an expert roller skater. Is it like the 80s? We got Top Gun, we got roller skating, well, we got listen, a whole bunch of stuff I, in this I, You're not going to hear me complain about the 80s. I, I, I'm an 80s kid. I'm, I'm proud of it, as you can tell by all of our musical choices here on AM 970. The answer... Uh, I am. Uh, I just took a walk through the misty streets of uh, New York City, from City Hall, where uh, I was in um, the executive branch of of City Hall. In other words, if you walk straight in to the left is where the mayor's office is, and to the right is where the city council office is. In between, kind of, but towards the right is Room Nine, which is the press office. Not the mayor's press office, but just the overall press office. Um, it's where my grandfather, Artie Idala used to sit back in the day when he was a writer for the Daily Mirror back in the, I guess, 50s and 60s and maybe even the late 40s. It used to be like that room was a historic room, Room 9, and there was all kinds of writings on the wall and graffiti, and they definitely have cleaned it up uh, in the years since. But I, I've been, I remember the first time my grandfather took me into that room um, oh boy, I don't even know if I was eight, nine, I was, I was a boy. Um, but I was in city hall and I was, uh, visiting my friend or our friend, I should say on the, the, the power hour here, Frank Carone. I also saw the first deputy mayor, Miss Grillo. Uh, you know, there's, I, I know, I, I know you all guys just give me a hard time about, uh, being so nice to the, uh, the, 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 the sitting mayor, uh, Eric Adams, but if you're in there, there's work being done. I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly what kind of work is being done, but there are people all in there and it was, you know, I left there at five 30 just a little while ago and there's people walking all over the place and, um, clearly doing stuff, getting stuff done. And, um, but yet in an organized non like, uh, chaotic fashion and that's good for all of us. So, um, I I did want to just throw them a, a shout out because let's face it, we had on the police, uh, the chief of the DEA, who actually is on TV right now, uh, Paul DiGiacomo. Everyone's still talking about crime. But, you know, I was just chewing the fat with uh, the chief of staff about the Department of Sanitation and how well things are going there and all the work that they're doing with the Department of Education and how they're, you know, making that a, a focus. You know, yeah, one of the points that was made to me today is that, of course, you know, crime matters and it's it's a primary focus, but you can't let everything else go by the wayside. In fact, speaking of education, Mayor Adams is... Um, He's pretty focused on making sure our children eat healthier meals in the Department of Education. And um, 
I'm all for that, and we should we should be all for that. Um, you know, I remember hot lunch back in PS one eighty five. I'm talking about now in the early mid seventies. Um, you know, it was not exactly uh, the height of nutrition. It was loaded with salt and loaded with sugar. And the mayor is very focused on changing that. And you may say, oh, come on, Idala. You know, who really cares what a fifth grader eats? Well, you know, when you really think about it, we all do and we all should care because the healthier we are, uh, the less we have to deal with insurance, right? Medical insurance. Kids can't pay it. We're paying it. And that's why everyone beat up on Bloomberg when he was trying to cut down on the sugar intake. And, you know, oh, it's a nanny state. Well, you know what? We live in a nanny state. Let's face it. Uh, when we were kids, right, you wouldn't even know how to spell helmet, yet alone, let alone wear one when you rode a bicycle. And nowadays, I think a parent can get fined if their kid's riding a bicycle without a helmet. You know, there were no seatbelt laws. There were no car seats for kids. So, you know, we do live in a nanny state. We have lived in a nanny state. And, you know, what they say about Europe, when Italy, when America sneezes, Europe catches a cold, they're doing the same thing over there in terms of enforcing laws, whether it's speeding, and now they have all these speed cameras everywhere. We have here, by the way, if I don't get one ticket a week for going over 25 miles an hour on one of these speed cameras, that basically means I'm out of the town. Um, my secretary, uh, Danita, is like, are you kidding me? Another one? But, you know, they, there's not a big of a, much of a grace period. So you're going 30 miles an hour in a 25 zone, bang, you get that photograph it's 50 bucks. It stinks. Oh, Alex, I, I, I didn't pay attention today when I left the house and I, I drove in, which was a mistake. Um, really was a mistake. It's so much easier taking the subway. And I realized I didn't have like a lot of gas. And okay. I'm one of those guys I get like nervous. Once it goes below a quarter of a tank, I'm driving a little Fiat 500, a small car that gets pretty decent gas mileage, but I get nervous. So the only gas station that I know anywhere close to my office is on... Um, Right off of the FDR uh, on 23rd Street. Okay. So I pull my little car in there. I'm not even looking because I'm desperate for the gas. It was just shy of $8 a gallon. It's why I roll a blade, Arthur. You should should roll it. You should invest. It's a little 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 cheaper. It's a little bit of a road trip from from Brooklyn. I mean, I put in like 30 bucks, and luckily that almost filled up the tank. But wow, talk about like, wow, wow, wow. Um, I know the president of the United States is trying to do something and with the federal uh, this gas, gas tax, tax. That's what's happening but I, now. I think it's but... like 16 cents. So instead of it being 769 and <laughs> it'll be whatever. Well, seven... And New York State tried to make it better for us as well with that because they suspended that uh, a few months ago. But it's not changed anything, has it? Yeah, no, it's not. Tomorrow, speaking on other New York City topics, tomorrow I'll be going to Rikers Island to uh, visit a, uh, a client there, and I will be able to report back live uh, tomorrow as to what the what uh, Rikers Island looks like and how it's how it is from the perspective of, of an attorney who's going there to visit. We're going to have uh, Benny Basio, the uh, head of the uh, the Coba Union Correction Officers Union. Uh, today, by the way, we have Andrew Giuliani on. Uh, he's going to be on in the next segment. Then we're going to have um, Detective Phil Grimaldi on. Uh, he's a, a veteran, veteran uh, member of the NYPD through the 80s and 90s and into the early 2000s. And then we're going to uh, end strong with Lauren Conlon, giving us a little entertainment update. And maybe we'll even hear from uh, our boy Alex over here about what the State of the Union is for uh, rollerblading or, and roller skating, a little of each, in uh, New York City. 
<clears throat> so we got a great show coming up for you. There's a lot of anticipation about the, the cases coming down from the Supreme Court of the United States, uh, specifically here in New York. Let, let's face it, folks. The decision that's coming down on abortion doesn't really have any impact here on New York. And I'm sure there are a couple of people who are going to argue with me, but we have the most liberal, lenient, open abortion laws any place on the planet Earth, literally on the planet Earth. There is such little restriction. And I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just telling you that that's the fact. And if anything, those laws are going to get even more solidified if Roe v. Wade is overturned. And we're going to we're going to break all of that down um, when that decision is handed down. But more importantly, uh, there's going to be a gun law, a gun ruling coming down. And the basically is, does every citizen have a right to have a gun uh, for self-defense? And, um, you know, there was Justice Scalia's decision that he said he was the most of which he is the most proud uh, was the Second Amendment case. And he said, you know, yes, you do have a right to bear arms, which means carry arms. Um, but there are also state rights to regulate those laws. So I, I can tell you tomorrow, I believe I'm going to be a guest on Bill O'Reilly's show to break that down. I don't know if the decision is coming down, but we're at least going to talk about what the issues are and which way they could be coming down on the, on the Supreme Court of the United States. They came down yesterday with a decision in favor of uh, religious schools saying that if a state is going to give money to schools, they cannot uh, exclude religious schools just because they're religious schools and not state schools. There was a pretty stinging dissent written by uh, Justice Sandra Sotomayor saying that, you know, we are tearing down the wall of the division between church and state put up by the founding fathers. Uh, I have not read it yet. I've only read excerpts of it. But um, she tends to write pretty well, and I'm actually more excited to read The Descent just because it seems to be have some salty language in it, we'll put it that way, uh, compared to the Chief Justice who uh, wrote the majority opinion saying that uh, you, you can, you cannot, you cannot cut religious schools off from getting funding. There's one more big case coming about whether uh, uh, in a non-religious school whether a football coach is allowed to take a knee and pray with the rest of the um, players uh, before, during, or after a game. So a lot coming down from SCOTUS in the next couple of days, and we will cover it all here on the Idola Power Hour on AM 970, The Answer. So if you're going to listen to me as a lawyer, you should listen to my advice regarding lawyers. And the lawyers that we use... Uh, around my family to talk about our estate planning, uh, the lawyers at Connors and Sullivan. And in particular, we're talking about Mike Connors, although there are a lot of fine lawyers in his law firm. And what Mike Connors is doing is he's making a very convenient schedule for people to go and, and hear him out about what it's like uh, to consider estate planning and what you should be considering when it comes to your own estate. And obviously your estate is what's left behind when you are no longer here. It also though could have to do with if you're sick and uh, incapacitated, but still alive and who can make medical decisions for you and who can uh, serve as your power of attorney. So here are the dates, Monday, June 27th at Buckley's in Marine Park at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. 
Tuesday, June the 28th at Conley's Corner in Maspeth at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Wednesday, June the 29th at the Greenhouse Cafe in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. And Thursday, June the 30th at the Adria Hotel in Bayside, Queens at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Now, if for any reason you can't make any of these free seminars, just call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. That's 718-238-6500. And don't forget, folks, as Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Today, it's Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, the whole fruit and vegetable capsule delivering your maximum nutrition in every dose. 100% whole food nutrition with the taste, smell, and color of pure fruits and veggies. as nature intended just for you. Try them now and see for yourself. 35% off and free shipping. Call now, 800-2468-751 or balanceofnature.com. And don't miss Wellness Wednesday tonight at 7 p.m. on AM 970. The Answer. Now you can travel to Israel. Spend 10 extraordinary days in the Holy Land this November. Collect remarkable memories on a trip that will change you forever. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza lead our tour of Israel with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Join them and enjoy picturesque and unforgettable places you'll treasure for a lifetime. Reserve your spot today at StandWithIsraelTour.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. for that nose of yours, Sambolino. Um, I'm so uh, happy to have the next guest on because uh, his energy, his uh, youthful enthusiasm, his charisma uh, just are infectious. Welcome to the Idola Power Hour, Andrew Giuliani. Hello there, Mr. Giuliani. Arthur, it's great to be with you. I think the last time I saw you was about two weeks ago, right after a debate, a debate session over here. You were asked how it went. I don't know. What do you think? Now that we've had three debates in the books. Well, I, one of the, the newspapers said that you were the voice of reason, uh, which I, I, took as, <laughs> I took as a compliment, quite frankly. Um, 
because you know that that's what we need, right? We need someone who is reasonable, logical, practical, pragmatic, uh, all of the above. So, uh, you know, I if that's how you're going to be uh, called in the newspapers as Andrew Giuliani is the voice of reason, then I will definitely take that, especially from the liberal leaning newspaper uh, that we deal with here. How are you feeling? Feeling very good. You know, look, I, I think for and this is one of the things. It was so important uh, from our from a strategy perspective was, look, whatever differences I may have with other candidates that they may have with me, I thought it was so important to spend the overwhelming majority of our time to talk about the action plans, talk about solutions for New Yorkers. Arthur, you know, we lead the country in out migration and whatever differences the candidates have, that's not going to actually be the solution. We need to figure out what we're going to do about crime. We need to figure out what we're going to do about inflation in our economy and also against these uh, unconstitutional mandates the way that I see it. I could only be in the room for one of the three debates. Yeah, that's because, ridiculous. Uh, the health mandate. I mean, that that and, is so inconsistent. I mean, look, in my world, too, Andrew, as you know, I'm, I'm in the courthouse all the time, right? So yeah. I'm going in the federal courthouse or the state courthouse and I have to wear a mask. I have to wear a mask. I have to wear a mask. <laughs> then I can get on the Yankee on the on the subway. No mask. Go to the Yankee game. <laughs> sit with 50,000 people with no mask Get back on the subway and go. I mean, it's just it's just so inconsistent. So I think that was ridiculous. But I think actually that helped you, Andrew. I think. It made your point about how inconsistent and how ridiculous some of these mandates are. That's exactly right. I and mean, you make a great point right there. I mean, uh, the day before, there was a Rangers game where you had 20,000 people at Madison Square Garden all together maskless, but uh, in a place where we've agreed to take a test where you would see that nobody had COVID, they decided to enforce this. But again, this is about the political narrative. This is not about the science. And uh, look, I wanted New Yorkers to know that I was going to stand with them, not just in empty words, but in actual actions. So let's let's talk about the action plan. And you know what? Everyone's talking about crime, and I got it. But let's talk about, you know, thank God, Andrew, we, we still we're still not in a zone that we were in when your father took office, okay? I mean, crime right. is bad, but it's not the, the way. No one's walking around with their, their Benzie box uh, radio around the streets right now. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I remember back in the 80s, like, I would ride the subway, and I would put, like, my money or anything invaluable, like, not only in my shoe, but under, like, the, the, the sole of my shoe. So, like, even if they yeah. made me take my shoes off, <laughs> it would at least be hidden. So we're not there yet, but where, where everyone is getting hurt, has to do with the economy. Everything's going up yeah. everywhere. I mean, literally, yeah. the guy who cuts my lawn, he's like, all right, I'm sorry, I got I to gotta raise your numbers. Two, I got a delivery at my house of something that was kind of expensive. I paid a lot for it. Yeah. And then there's an additional $15 sur- uh, gas surcharge. So tell me what, what Governor Giuliani uh, would, you know, trying to give people some relief, some financial relief. What would we be able to do? Yeah, well, first and foremost, from a crime perspective, repealing bail reform, sitting down with the state senate and the state assembly and the leaders in there in the state in those respective bodies on day one, and telling them simply we need a full repeal of bail reform on day one, creating a five billion dollar pot from the state for law enforcement. That way, local law enforcement that has been defunded or their resources reduced can go right into the state budget on this. But then I would also look from an economic standpoint, and aside, also firing Alvin Bragg and district attorneys that won't prosecute and execute their oath of office is another thing. But I would look from an economic standpoint specifically, and I would take the same type of approach that President Trump took from a regulatory reform standpoint. Remember, he made the campaign promise that for every regulation he'd sign into law, he would cut two. That number was over eight to one by the time he walked out of the White House. 
New York is one of the most overregulated states in the country. And as we know, one of the highest tax state, states in the country. Always we seem to be competing with California. And that's why we're leading the country in out-migration, Arthur, among other reasons. Uh, and Florida, Texas, Tennessee, they're gaining New Yorkers. They're gaining Californians because we've priced too many business owners, like the gentleman who cuts your lawn, like so many other people who are relying on transportation, and they used to end up two, two years ago having $2 a gallon gas. Now it's $5 a gallon gas. I would also look specifically at the gas tax and see that Hochul only cut really a third of it, from $0.16 cents to $0.48. Cents. I would cut that entire thing down permanently so that, there, that way there was no gas tax. And I would also look at clean drilling, specifically the Marcellus Shale, and at nuclear power here in New York, so that way New York can be energy independent uh, for uh, how much, time and a long time. How much, you gonna, how much pushback are you going to get from uh, the environmentalists <laughs> on that one? Yeah, there's going to be a whole lot. And look, as a lawyer, you understand this well. One of the propositions that I think was probably one of the most dangerous ones that passed was Proposition 2. Now, it says very, very clearly New Yorkers have a right to clean air. Now, Look, who doesn't agree with the fact that we should have clean air? You know what that means, and you know what that's going to mean uh, from a court perspective and what we're going to have to go through in order to push through that. But I was just in Binghamton, actually driving back from Binghamton now as I'm talking to you, and I can tell you in Broome County, New York, and on the southern tier, they need a revitalization to make sure they can bring business back ever since IBM left now almost 20 years ago. Uh, we need to make sure we're doing this for New Yorkers. We need to make sure we're doing it for Americans because, look, one of the other things I know President Trump was so proud of is the fact that America was energy independent. Now, with Keystone closed and uh, where we are in the world, it's been a complete disaster. We need Bro, to make sure we not too many to Not too many people could argue with that. I paid $7 and I think 59 cents at the pump today in New York City. Andrew, let me let me give you a hard time about two two things that you said. Please. Number one, he said, "Oh, we got to get rid of DAs like Alvin Bragg." Now, let's. When you're the governor, are you really yep. going to be the first governor to throw a, a DA out in the modern era? Who's the first African American uh, duly elected district attorney in a crowded field uh, in the island of Manhattan? I mean, are you gonna? Is that how, what you really think you would do, or would you just? Call him up to Albany and said, Let, "Let's sit down and let's have a little talk." And why don't you start enforcing the the, the laws of people jumping the turnstile? And why don't you start enforcing the laws of the lower crimes? And and let, why don't we start from there and see how things work out? Well, we'll put him on notice right now. We'll see what the next six months that he does. But if by January first, twenty twenty three, he does not actually prosecute armed robbery and resisting arrest, then yes, I will invoke Article Eight, Section Thirteen B of the New York State Constitution. Uh, and I will remove him from office because when I look at this, I think we need to send a very clear message that the war on cops ends on day one of a Giuliani administration. If we're going to get crime under control in New York, Arthur, and make sure we don't go back to those days of the early 90s when we were looking at 2,200 murders a year, we need to send a very clear message to New Yorkers that uh, we're going to stop coddling criminals and we're going to make sure we put the cuffs on those who it belongs on, not our cops. Okay, so I, I, everyone knows that uh, you know you worked in the Trump administration and you did a great job over there, and you speak about the, the President Trump all the time. So now you're the candidate on the the Republican side of the ticket, and you're running against whomever's on the Democratic side of the ticket. 
I'm sure you've looked at the polls. I'm sure you looked at um, the last uh, presidential election of, of where Donald Trump got votes and where he didn't get get votes. Right. Is your uh, affiliation? Look, I know no matter what anyone says, I've walked through the streets with your father. I know he's still a hero over here. Okay, he's he gets right. a he gets a celebrity welcome and a heroic welcome almost wherever I, I am with him. But I would not say the same for President Trump, if I may. Um, so how how are you going to offset you know the people saying oh you know Trump hurt New York this way, Trump hurt New York that way, Trump hurt New York this way? How are you going to get around that? Well, I think you have to be genuine with New Yorkers first and foremost, Arthur. And and the truth is, that's my background, right? I worked four years in the Trump administration. Uh, My name is Giuliani, and and I'm very proud of that fact right there. And and I've always said, and maybe this is growing up around politics, but I've always said first and foremost, if I run for office, I'm not going to be the kind of politician that says one thing when the camera's on and says something opposite when, uh, when, when it's off. And I think that's probably learning from the Rudy Giuliani's and the Donald Trump's of the world. Uh, so I think it's important to be honest, and, and that's what I am. And, and the truth is, uh, I did and am proud of the time that I worked for President Trump. And I certainly am proud of the fact that uh, Rudy Giuliani, in my mind, ever since Henry Hudson sailed down this river 400-plus years ago, uh, there's nobody that saved more New Yorkers than Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Well, I'll second that. I think most people in New York would second that. Um, Andrew, I know you're probably not going to get a lot of sleep for the between now and uh, next Tuesday, but we wish you the best of luck and um, go get him, Tiger. I mean, I know you're out there working your tail off, so go 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 do it, man. Arthur, thank you very much. And come on out and vote Tuesday, June 28th. All right, that's my dad's birthday, so maybe it'll be good luck for you, Andrew. Oh, and it's also my executive producer, Joan's birthday. I got Joni's birthday and Padre Lou's birthday. So you're covering on both ends over here. Joni and Padre's birthday present. (laughs) All right, Andrew, go get him, buddy. Best of luck. We're going to take a quick break here on the Author Dollar Power Hour on AM 970. The answer we will be right back. So here we are. We're back. And the day is new, and I'll have more ideas for you. And you'll have things you'll want to talk about. I will, too. Now, do you know what that song that is from, Alex? Tomorrow, tomorrow, we'll start the day tomorrow with a smile. Or two, one, two. I will tell you, I believe Tom Hanks just played him, Mr. Rogers. There you go. Was it Tom Hanks who just played Mr. Rogers? Yes, he he did. I grew up with Mr. Rogers. I'm sorry for that. I'm sure Lauren Conlon is here. I hope she can't hear that inside because she... She's a great guest. She's a great friend, um, but she's a very honest friend who uh, loves to just, you know, dole out the criticism. Apparently, I said gussied up the other day and I got in big trouble for saying gussied up. She's like, do you know how much that ages you when you say gussied up? Like no one in their 20s, 30s or even 40s says gussied up. Okay, so get with it. So I'm sorry, Lauren. Um, But here's what I'm not sorry about. I am not. Sorry about the decision I made a couple of years ago to call Susan at Rhino Shield and have her paint my house white with a Brazilian blue trim that Marianne, my bride, picked out. Do not, I repeat, do not paint until you speak with Susan at Rhino Shield. That's what I did, and I am very, very happy. Rhino Shield is a ceramic coating that is sprayed onto your home and looks just like paint, but it's 10 times thicker than paint. Do you know what that does? It keeps it cooler in the summer and hotter inside in the winter, which is what you want. Um, And there's a 25-year transferable warranty against peeling, chipping, cracking, mold, or mildew. 
think about it, 25 years, 25 years from now, I'll be 79, right? Yeah, something like that. Wow, 79. Alex, why are you laughing at me? Um, and you'll still be saying Gussie, right? I'll still be saying Gussie, but then it'll, maybe it'll be back in style again, like everything else gets back in style again. Rhino Shield will lower your energy cost, holding the hot air in in the wintertime and the cool air in in the summertime. And right now, right now, and only right now, until June the 30th, which is next Thursday, Susan is offering no payments, no interest financing for one year, and the strongest discount she's offered, 20% for anyone who just requests a free quote by June the 30th. So, take this number down. You're going to get a 20% discount. You got 10 days to do it. Less. Eight, eight days to do it. 877-744-6608. 877-744-6608. Or go to rhinoshieldofnewyork.com. I'm pretty sure Piscopo had his house painted by Rhino Shield. I had my house painted by Rhino Shield. You should be cool like I'm cool, like Arthur Fonzarelli was cool, and have your house painted by Rhino Shield. Want more AM970 The Answer? Go to am970theanswer.com to listen live. Tune in to podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM970 fan club and sign up for events. am970theanswer.com. Aw, yeah. It's Coach Ice-T. Who's ready to spin? We're starting with a big hill. Let's ride. Why is Ice-T leading our spin class? It's probably the Honey Nut Cheerios. He found out they can help lower cholesterol. Now he's having fun taking care of his heart in all sorts of new ways. That's right, Buzz. Now, spinners, really pour your heart into it and pick it up. Learn more by picking up a box of Cheerios. And check out our Pour Your Heart Into It audio workouts with Ice-T and Buzz to get your heart pumping. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with a flex Flexibility of third row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. All right, we're starting up at 635 here in New York City in Lower Manhattan, 111 Broadway, where it all started. Alexander Hamilton buried next door. Um, you know, uh, Uncle Jimmy just sent me a text. He said, you know, in the courts, if you're vaccinated, you don't you do not have to wear a mask. Well, first of all, you're talking of the state court, not the federal court. Number one. But number two, the memo that I got is you have to show that you were uh, it has to have you had to have been vaccinated within this year within the last 12 months. And I have not been vaccinated within the last 12 months. I got my original double dose in March and April. And then in December of 2021, I was supposed to get my booster, but then I came down with the COVID. I um, got to had the joy of, uh, are you breaking things? Yes, I had the joy. We have a guest in the studio who's like actually breaking things. Um, we, uh, Sam Bellino would be going crazy. Gatulo would kill someone right now. Um, uh, uh, could you just behave guest? Um, so uh, I I, came, I had the COVID, so I never got the booster in 2021. And then I got a blood test in like March of 2022, and my antibodies were through the roof. 
and so my in, my in-laws, who you know from the show, were like, well, don't get the booster now if your antibodies are so high. So I'm kind of due for the booster, maybe now, uh, in July. But so, uh, Uncle Jimmy, I don't think if I don't have proof that I, uh, my last proof of getting a shot, I guess, was in a year, over a year ago. So I can't just stroll around the courthouse maskless, as you say. But I'm assuming you're going to text me some sort of a correction like you do every night. Uncle Jimmy, thank you for chiming in. Speaking of uncles <clears throat> and LMB Spumoni Garden, on the line is, uh, He's more like a cousin than an uncle. We got uh, Detective Phil Grimaldi. That would be retired Detective Phil Grimaldi. What's up, Detective Grimaldi? Hey, Arthur. How are you? And thank you for having me on today. Well, the last time we were sitting uh, nose to nose in LMB Spumoni Gardens, and actually my guest who's in here now breaking everything, she was uh, uh, she was at LMB Spumoni Gardens that night as well, uh, dressed down a little bit. But you know, we're not going to hold that against her. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, Phil, did you hear my uh, interview yesterday with Paul DiGiacomo? I did. I I listened to it, and I thought that uh, both of you were very, very uh, right on point with the whole situation. Well, I'm sure you felt that way about Detective Louis Scarcella and our opinion of uh, of him and, and that whole uh, situation. But, you know, the one thing that I, uh, I, I'm preparing to do a lot of commentary on radio and television about this gun decision that's coming down from the United States Supreme Court <laughs> And um, I don't know. Paul kind of hedged a little bit. I got to be honest with you, Phil, where I live, whether it's in Brooklyn or where I live at work on 45th and 5th, I really don't want everybody like walking around, (laughs) walking around with a gun in their pocket. I just I don't think it's a good idea. I think there's too many people out there drinking and, you know, uh, as or smoking or doing whatever else they're doing or they're on steroid rage and they're going to get into some like fight over a parking spot like you saw in that episode of Seinfeld and someone's going to whip out a gun and start shooting and you know what they you know that they're going to miss and they're going to hit some innocent bystander and I, I it's just the way I feel based on common sense based on statistics Philly that I detective Grimaldi I was told that in a real firefight on the street the NYPD's accuracy rating in terms of sh- sh- accurate is less than 40%, which I'm not condemning them for. But these are trained people with the weapons and trained to be in combat, and they're only hitting the exact target they want to hit, meaning the individual who's shooting at them 40% or less than 40% of the time. God knows what someone who has doesn't have anywhere near the training that an NYPD officer does or any law enforcement officer does, what would happen. So, Detective Phil Grimaldi, you were on the job forever. You saw crime at its worst and then you got you, you retired and when it was almost at its best how do you feel about people walking around the streets of new york and everyone holding on to a, a sidearm well right off the bat arthur i think that there's two things that need to be uh, implemented if there's going to be any uh, licensing of of handguns uh, whether it be uh, fully exposed or you know, uh, concealed, legal and safe. That's a legal term. I don't want to get too into the legal terms. I'll leave that to you. But legal and safe. I mean, when we go to the police academy, we do a lot of hours of shooting and training. Uh, the, the whole police academy is about six months. And they're not going to allow you to carry a firearm until you've completed all of that training. Now, there has to be um, some type of safety training for people that are going to carry firearms. I think what this uh, Supreme Court ruling is really going after, it's going after... Uh, discretionary licensing. Now, when you meet the guidelines 
for uh, a concealed carry permit in New York, New York City specifically. Um, then there's a discretionary part of it. You have to have cause and reason. Let's say you carry a lot of cash, you want a business, different things like that, or if you were a victim of a crime. Uh, those are the things that it's taken into consideration. Now, again, Arthur, you make a great point. We don't want the Wild West. There's a lot of people carrying guns already illegally. I mean, just about every day on the news we see these different shootings that take place out in the street, broad daylight. Just the other day in front of the 8-1 precinct, there's video footage of uh, two different uh, sects of, of, uh, of gangs pulling out guns. They have a gunfight right in front of a police station, leaning on the patrol cars, firing shots at one another. So uh, if we arm everyone, yes, you make a good point, Arthur. You bump into somebody in the subway, next thing you know, this guy's pulling out a gun and he's shooting four yeah, or five that, people. That makes and me, not even hitting his intended target. That makes me a little uh, a little nervous, Philly. Every time I, I have you on, um, I love to just touch on the org- on the the subject of organized crime because I know you're a little bit of a, a buff. Anything new or exciting or dull or boring going on in the world of OC? Well, there is uh, there's a lot of uh, organized crime members that were jailed over the last twenty to twenty five years that now have some have gotten out on. Uh, you know, this, you know they, they had COVID or uh, some type of health issues. They're getting early release. And some are just doing their time and then coming back out into the streets. So I think the concern is going to be that there might be a resurgence of violence in the streets when these people who did some time, 20 years, 15 years, 25 years, are now going to come out and say, hey, what happened while I was in? Where's my piece of the pie? And uh, – Let's hope that that doesn't happen. Uh, let's hope that uh, while their time in jail, that they were, uh, you know, more uh, corrected, so to speak, uh, to come back into society. But uh, I think that's one of the concerns. A lot of the big players that uh, did some heavy bids, some heavy jail time, are now resurfacing, coming back out onto the streets. And I don't think that there is a uh, a great attention given to it uh, federally through the FBI. You know, over the years. Uh, uh, terrorism has taken a big uh, chunk out of uh, you know the uh, different groups Budgeting. that were monitoring organized crime. Well, um, I, uh, I the, by the way, the guys who are coming out are those are the guys that you and Tommy Dades and Mike Galetta and Patty Russo, the white guys you all locked up and put away. Is that now they're coming out? <laughs> Over the years, yes, there's been a lot of uh, you know that Tommy and he was like a one man. Uh, you know, he was a wave against organized crime, and Tell me about uh, it. as long as, along with a lot of other uh, NYPD. I know. I, I, I'm just those, those are the guys who I worked with back in the day, as well as you, uh, Phil Grimaldi. Well, Phil, I thank you for coming on. Phil, you're doing a podcast now, right? Yes, I do. Uh, I co-host a podcast uh, along with Sergeant Bill Cannon, who's also a retired sergeant from Manhattan North Homicide. What's the name of it? Police off the cuff, real crime stories. You can catch it on YouTube. Uh, we also have a Patreon site, but just punch in police off the cuff, real crime stories, and it should come up. We do about six or seven shows a week, different times. There's nothing specific. We have one scheduled tomorrow night for uh, a, uh, a missing uh, young man from uh, in Utah. We have his mother coming on. He's been missing for about three weeks. And uh, it's really an interesting podcast. We give a police perspective on specific current events. And, uh, you know, we... we hit a lot of different topics. We've had a lot of different people on as guests, some celebrities. We'd like to have you on sometime. Arthur. Whatever you want. Detective Phil Grimaldi here on the Author Idola Power Hour. Thank you so much, Philly. Tell Lenny I said hello. I'll see you next time.
The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. With the 4th of July right around the corner, why not spend it doing something truly memorable this year? The 2022 NYC Fireworks Cruise on board the Atlantis Yacht is guaranteed to be a great time. There is no better way to see the Macy's 4th of July Fireworks Show than with a 360-degree view of Manhattan aboard the Atlantis Yacht's annual 4th of July cruise. For tickets, email events at newyorkcruises.com. Enjoy this special evening with great food dancing, and the best seats in the city to see the fireworks. A break from the ordinary barbecue, celebrate in style with fireworks, family, and fantastic views. This year, Atlantis will limit passenger count to ensure guests' comfort. Tickets include a premium open bar, hors d'oeuvres, dinner, live DJ entertainment, and more. Book your memories today aboard the best 4th of July cruise NYC partygoers can rely on. For tickets, email events at newyorkcruises.com or call 718 646 8083. That's 718-646-8083. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with expertise and tools with Windows 11 to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. To do more with a Latitude laptop, Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. In just 10 minutes, I can zip through 10 stories that matter, 10 stories that help me start my day and help shape where I go with The Mike Gallagher Show. You and I know the mainstream media is filling the airwaves with a left-wing take on the news of the day. This is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. It's critical to find a news source that tells the truth. Well, that's Daybreak Insider. Daybreak Insider is that source. I get it in my mailbox every day. It helps shape the stories I bring to you. It's a look at today's most compelling stories, how they are covered by the media, and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to DaybreakInsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's DaybreakInsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's DaybreakInsider.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer.
Todd Rudnick. You know, Alex, I remember. Kept the song playing for one more day. I loved this song so much when I was a kid. I would love to see what year it actually came out. Todd Rudnick is 74, 20 years my senior. Um, I went up to the record factory on 86th Street to buy the single. You know what a single is? Uh, yeah. I a 45. It's got the little hole in the middle, okay. and you got to put that little disc in it to put it on the record player. So how do you feel now, Lauren? Am I aging myself now talking about You're singles? Aging yourself. But That's okay. I'm proud, okay. baby. I'm 54 and proud. Um, it's also Cindy Lauper's birthday, who, you know, she's just been amazing, amazing, amazing. We're going to end the show with time after time. Um, it's Chris Christopherson. He's 86, almost your age, Lauren Conlon. Oh, nice. Britt Hume, 79. Lovely. Meryl Streep, the great Meryl Streep, 73 years old. Lindsay Wagner. What, who did she play, Lindsay Wagner? I don't know. Bionic Woman. I don't even know who that is. Lindsay is that Wagner, terrible? Bionic Woman. Dun, 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 dun. Cindy Lauper, 69. Leave that alone. Um, anything on Carson Daly, 49. And today is, now either today or yesterday was National No Underwear Day. Because I know I went to go see the Rolling Stones in Berlin with my boys Billy, Jackarino, and Ansari. Uh, and we were excited because it was National Underwear Day in Berlin and we wore no underwear to the Rolling Stones concert. Not that that really mattered except it caused some unnecessary <laughs> chafing. Um <laughs> Oh my but gosh. <laughs> I digress. Let's talk about Lightyear with Lauren Conlon. Yes, no, that was a good story, Arthur. Well, that what, was is a good story. what is Lightyear? What is Lightyear? Well, if if ever, anyone's been paying attention to the news cycle this week, Lightyear has been a big topic in the news everywhere, not just the the entertainment news. So there's a few things. Lightyear bombed at the box office. And when I say bombed, it I didn't mean, bomb. Relax. It didn't meet expectations. It bombed in the sense that it made fifty million dollars when and it was, it was supposed expected, to make seventy. Right, to make seventy five. You know, it cost over two hundred million dollars to market this this movie and to make this movie, and They'll they were make just expecting back. a lot. Sure, sure. But the problem is, it was not allowed to be played in a number of countries because of the same sex kiss. Well, let's talk about that. What's the so, same sex kiss? First of all, a, all kidding aside, some people don't, might not know what Light Lightyear is. Just so Lightyear. Lightyear is the prequel <clears throat> to. Um, to Toy Story. It's the Buzz Lightyear origin story. So it's basically, a kids, it's a kids cartoon. There were four of them, I believe. The original Toy Stories. Well, right? there's four Toy Stories. Um, so originally, Tom Hanks is the main voice of Woody. Yes. Do you want to get this report? You totally can. If well, you want. I'm trying um, to guide you through it, like I guide, <laughs> okay, like, I, like, like you I, totally can give it. Um, well, you know, you're you're presuming that people know what the heck Lightyear is. Okay. okay so so basically, the, Disney Pixar decided that they were done with Tim Allen. I personally think in 2016 when Tim Allen said that he was a Trump fan or basically went anti-Hillary, they were kind of like, ooh, Tim Allen, we don't like that. We're Hollywood. And so, tell, tell the ladies and gentlemen of the jury, how does t- Tim Allen relate I'm getting, to I'm getting to that. So okay. I just said he was the original voice of Buzz. So he came out with this and, you know, said this. And I think it was Toy Story 4 where I noticed they really started dwindling down his character. He basically had no part. And I'm sorry, Tim Allen is so funny to me. I find him to be one of the best actors. He is like, I mean, his improv What television comedy. show is he known for? Home Improvement. Thank you very much. Did you? Were you trying to test me? No, I'm trying oh to educate God. the audience. Test me? I like, am trying to educate okay. the audience. So whatever. So anyway, so, they, so Disney decides to bring in Chris Evans, very handsome Captain America. I believe they thought he would, you know, be this big box office draw. And, you know, unfortunately, he wasn't. Just now, his voice, right? Yeah, it's just his voice, but still. So 
Buzz Lightyear has a partner in the movie, um, played by I, I don't know how to say her name, pronounce it Uzo Aduba. She she's on Orange Is the New Black. She's in a lot of stuff. Um, but she has a partner, played by Kiki Palmer, and they have a kiss. As you know, two they're, girls. Yes, they're lesbians. Now, to me, I'm like, okay, no big deal. I that didn't really bother me. Like, you know, my kids know about gay people. We have gay people in our family. Okay, but, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, let oh, me just finish one okay, thing. Okay, this ahead. did not move the plot along in any way, right? Okay. So that is my only thing where it's like it didn't add to the plot. Basically, Disney said at one point, I think it was back in April, when they took away the, oh, they won't say boys and girls at Disney World anymore. The CEO of Disney said, we're going to be an ally to the LGBTQ community. So I believe this was their way of quote unquote being an ally. Okay. Now speak, Arthur. Good God, speak. You're dying over here. I I remember one, two, and three, four, not as much. Mm-hmm. I know little Bo Peep had a little bit of a crush on Woody, which yes. is day. But I don't believe there's any kissing in any of them. Is there any kissing? I don't think like, so. I mean heterosexual kissing. No, and it's funny because in any of the other four it's not like it's a. It was a movie that like oh, there's all this love like Shrek. Right. He right. marries the girl, and it's yeah. all about love, and, and, and you know. No, you're right. And actually, Disney Disney has kind of changed the narrative a bit in the sense that they don't always have you know a prince charming coming to the rescue of a woman. Like in Frozen, for example, true love's kiss is between two sisters. So I think they're trying to evolve this in a way, you know. But again, this goes back to Disney trying to be woke. They're trying to be like, oh no, we're we're all we're allies. It's to, bumming to- me out because I'm a big Disney. Well, don't let it bum you out. This is actually Pixar. This is the cheap studio. So don't let it bum you out. I don't know how cheap cheap Pixar is. They got the whole Cars franchise. Yeah, no. I think Yeah, my son loves Cars, too. Um, Does little Arthur like it? And and Luca. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was. It's it's really it's really, you know, it's too bad. I don't know what is happening now. But, you know, Disney stock is way down. The Netflix stock is down. But I'll say that, you know, I talked about this on uh, on Wise Guys on Newsmax today, which will air. Saturday night at 10 p.m. I'm not plugging that or anything, but yes, I am. Um, but the Netflix stock, I don't think that's going down because of of wokeness. I actually feel that Netflix has been very consistent on what they keep up. You know, people said, oh, we want that movie Cuties down. It's all about pedophilia. They kept it up. People said, oh, we want Dave Chappelle, the comedy special down. It's all about it's anti-trans. They kept it up. Is Lightyear a good movie? No, it's terrible. Oh, really? That's the problem. It's not a good movie. Okay. There's no issue, but you know what I mean? I mean... Like, think about it. Same-sex marriage is actually still illegal in, like, 60 countries. It's like, you can't you can't have this in a Disney movie. I'm sorry, you can't. Even though it's normal to me, it's not normal internationally, and Disney is an international franchise. So, But, but forget about the kiss. Is the movie itself no good? No, the it, movie's lame. I get what okay. they were going for, but no. Okay, no. so that's it. Now, you, you there's Trebekah Film Festival. What went on there? Oh, yeah. So, um, I lived out my dream and interviewed my favorite actress, Jessica Chastain, who was an angel in real life. She is so beautiful, you guys, and she is... Well, Alex is very excited. About yes, this. Alex is very excited. Um, You should be, honey. She is so kind, and she is just angelic. Her new movie, The Forgiven, comes out July 1st. I got a screener to it. If I were you guys, I would watch it. It's so good. It's dark, but it also explores the goodness of humanity, and it takes place in Morocco based on a novel. I'm not going to give it away, but let's just say in the first five minutes... Somebody's hit by a car in Morocco by some Americans, and it turns out that he is somebody very important. So, All right, don't give it away. I won't. Let's talk about Whitney Houston. Oh, Whitney Houston. So if you guys like Whitney Houston, August 8th, a bunch of Broadway stars are doing a Whitney Houston show at the Sony Hall. It's a 14-piece orchestra that they're having. Um, Sony Hall in Midtown Manhattan. There's going to be... 
singers from The Color Purple um, on Broadway, Mrs. Doubtfire, Chicago, Tina, and it just promises to be a great time. Listen, I saw Cher on Broadway, the Broadway show Cher. I saw Tina on Broadway. I like Cher more than Tina, but Tina's grand finale was spectacular. Someone's got to write a story about Whitney. I mean, she's got such drama. There's such depth in there and the the demise at the end. Yes, I agree. I do feel like that's next. So this might be the start of it. This might be. I don't want to say it's a workshop because it's a one night only Broadway Sings concert series. But this could be. Actually, what am I saying? Somebody's out there writing it. I would what think are we so. saying? Um, um, yeah. I want to talk to Alex. Alex, you know, roller skating and rollerblading are the, all the craze right now in New York City. Would you I agree, know. Lauren? And, and I mean, they put it in Rockefeller Center. Yeah. Now they put it in Central Park. Do you know he's like a master blader? No, I'm I'm well aware. Okay. Have you seen it? Uh, I mean, with on your own Instagram. Eyes. No one. Oh, well, I've seen it with my own eyes. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> talk to us, uh, Alex. Well, in uh, Rockefeller Center, as you guys were mentioning, they have this, uh, I think it's by Flippers or something like that. They're, they're sponsoring this big roller skating rink. Where's the ice skating what, rink exactly. typically is. And then there's a disco oasis in Central Park. I've yet to check that out. But I feel like we're in the 80s. As I said earlier, we've got roller skating. We've got Well, anytime gun, I'm with Lauren, I feel like she, we're in the so 80s by the way she dresses. But. <laughs> really? I just looked down. What am I wearing? That's a total joke, Lauren. Oh, that was you a like silly joke. A, I that know, was but I got a silly you. joke. I got you. Um, Joan, who do we have on the show tomorrow? We have Rob Astorino. Rob Astorino. And we have Benny Basio. And Benny Basio. And I'll be coming back from Rikers Island. Lauren, we have oh. like, yeah, well, I'm visiting. Don't worry. We have 20 seconds left. Anything yeah. you want to say? Well, I want to just let everyone know that the Rockaway Hotel is also open. So do you have anything I... you want to plug? Yeah. Quick. Oh. Sure. Uh, Millennials Revealed. Uh, Download my podcast, Lauren Interviews. Download that. Follow me on Instagram at Lauren underscore interviews. Yes, that's it. All right, folks. Have a great Wednesday night. We'll see you tomorrow live and local on the Idola Power Hour. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.